And we are back with Blacktivity, the social justice conversations. I am your host and visionary, Vince Ashton. And again, welcome back. Ladies and gentlemen, this next conversation is all about action. It's about knowing your vote. Yes, we vote, but do you know it? Do you know who actually is on the ballot in its entirety? Or are we looking around and scramming and getting, you know, just just the, the, the minimum of the, the, the education that's out there in regards to the people that we're supposed to be voting for? So, guys, I have a great, great guy, a great speaker that is about to bring forth some amazing tips, some practical tips and some great advice in regards to being educated or becoming more educated in the voting cycles that are coming up. All right. He goes by the name of Mr. Barney Jackson, and he has a lot of amazing things to say. So you already know, get your pen, your pad and your notebook and your cell phone. Take these notes so you can implement everything that you are learning in these conversations to your everyday life. Again, welcome to Blacktivity, Social Justice Conversations. Get ready, get set, let's listen. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this is Mr. Barney Jackson. He, again, he's going to give us some great information and intel and insight and practical steps on how we can better learn how to work the ballot. Got to know who we're voting for, all right? So That's before right. I pose the first question, Barney, do you have anything that you just want to start us off with? Anything about you real quick or anything of that nature? No, I think um, I think you did a good job. Um, stole a little bit of the bio, so we good. We good. Was, <laughs> we good. We're good. Cool. All right, so here we go. Let's kick it off. Make sure I can answer these questions. Hey, I think you can. Oh, and by the way, y'all, if y'all have any questions, please make sure that you drop them in the comment section. Um, we're gonna, I'm gonna try to interject your questions throughout the course of tonight, um, or what have you. So again, have any questions about voting? I encourage you all, please, 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 make sure you jot those questions into into the comment section. All right. So, Barney, explain to me, know your vote. What does that mean? So, know your vote uh, for me is. Um, it's simply about being like informed. I think a lot of times we are voting based on, um, we live in a world of social media, right? Um, so everything is a trend, everything is a hashtag, right? And so if somebody that has a lot of followers or a lot of influence, they say vote for a certain person, you just vote for them without, um, in my opinion, that's not necessarily informed, that's being influenced. So, you know, my thing lately has been be informed, not influenced, right? And so take the time to 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 um, research your candidates, you know, take the time to actually figure out what candidate you want to vote for. Um, and that takes time. That does take time. It takes energy. It takes effort. So when you go to the polls, you should be making an informed decision and not just based on choosing a, you know, just checking a box. So for me, that's what knowing your vote means, knowing exactly who you want, um, why you want them and what you want them to do for you so that you can hold them accountable. Because if you vote, if you just say, hey, I'm voting for this person, but you don't really know what you want them to do for you, or you don't know what their stances are, their complete stances are, then you just, you're doing it based on what exactly? That's real, that's real. And I like what you said. I know we, we touched on it um, briefly last night. Yeah. Um, basically, information over being influenced okay yeah, yeah. that is so vital i know in earlier conversations around the time that the primary um was taking place you know usher great artist r&b artist pop artist icon legend blah 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 all that stuff 
but he put something on his Instagram about who to vote for in regards of Atlanta. Mm -hmm. And though I get the effort, you know, I, I do get it. He had pretty much um the president, um, Congress, who was up for Senate, and just various people that we should quote unquote vote for in that primary. But I feel like that worked against what you're saying in regards mm -hmm. to being informed versus being influenced. And I thought right. that was that could be a little dangerous. You get yeah, what I'm saying? Absolutely. So I appreciate absolutely. again, I appreciate the effort. I'm not, you know, down in Usher because I'm sure many people have done yeah, that. And, yeah, and for the, yeah. I want to say maybe for the first time, but a lot of times when people in my opinion, in my experience, with those who I'm surrounded by, when they go to the polls, they just know those mainstream candidates. We yeah. know the president. We might know the Senate. And local and state is like, well, who is she and what is he? But you just, again, to your point, of shaking the box. So when you have a celebrity come around and they're now saying, hey, these are the people you need to vote for, those people might not, to your point, Barney, believe and stand for what you want, regardless of your party. Exactly, exactly. And and let me be clear, I'm not necessarily saying because I have about seven things that I do when I'm looking for a candidate or when I'm choosing a candidate. And trust me, it hasn't always been this way. Like I was one of those people like, you know, if I'm Democrat, I vote just Democrat. Doesn't matter. You know, if I'm Republican, I just vote just Republican. And whoever I've seen on TV that week before the election, I'm like, <laughs> they sound good. So let's just go with them, you know, or my grandmother said I'm voting for them. But I, I've never until you know, in recent years, literally taking the time to research the candidate. And there are about seven things that I do. So for me, I first like decide who I'm looking for, right? Which candidate I'm looking for. I think about the issues locally or nationally that I want the candidate to address. Um, and then I find out about the candidate. So I'm checking like the local, the state, you know, the national ballots and, you know, what they're doing in, in the public and in the community. And, and those, you can go on, um, there's a um, website called um, Smart Voter. And you can literally go on Smart Voter and find your candidates. And if you, and they're not there, you can go check your newspaper, you know, social media, everything is Google, whatever. There is no reason why we should be voting blindly at this point. Um, another thing you have to do is like gather materials about the candidate. So like put a library of things together. Like, you know, we put everything on our phone and our notes. We right. can put things like that in our notes. Like, there's nothing um, illegal with writing things, writing your candidates' information down and taking it to the ballot. So you make sure you remember that name. Now they might not let you take your phone in there, you know, take pictures. But if you're, you, you know, exactly, exactly, exactly. But I mean, you want to be informed, so do what you have to do. Um, and then you need again, you need to evaluate the stance, the candidate stance on the issues. Um, and then learn about like their leadership abilities, you know, find their resume, look at their bios, you know, check their backgrounds, their history. You can call their their um, campaign headquarters and somebody's there for that reason. Um, and these are things that we don't know about. Um, um, then you also should ask other people. So to your point, like about Usher, there are people that endorse these people. And but you have to be careful with that because you want to make sure that the person that's endorsing is a person that you actually um, believe in. And so a lot of times, again, we're just voting blindly because, you know, Beyonce said it, or Usher said it, or my dad said it, or my mom said it, but what did you do to ensure that you were actually voting for what you believe in? And then at the end of the day, um, you know, you just gotta, you gotta make sure you pull all that together, 
make sure that it's the person that you want, what you need. You also should figure out who's funding these candidates mm. because that's very important as well. You know, there's some yeah. people out there that's, that's running some money, but <laughs> it may not be for the right reason. So again, it's wow. all this stuff you have to do. Um, and, I, and again, it is time consuming, but it's important and you have to do it. You have to do it. You have to do it. We cannot afford to just go and vote blindly. Not, not right now. Not anytime. Not anytime. Not anytime. Mm -hmm, definitely. So, so the word that's ringing, ringing in my head, part of me, is ownership. We have to take full ownership into the vote and literally make it a part of uh, our lifestyle. Yeah. I feel like in terms of just people, um, and maybe even sp specifically speaking towards the African-American um, culture, you know, voting isn't taken as serious as you know, we do other necessities. I feel like voting in politics should be as equal as your household and as your finances and Absolutely. as your, you know, your career and as your studies and education and stuff like we cannot neglect, um, to your point, researching and, and immersing ourselves into this knowledge that is so valuable in making sure that we have the right people representing us. And, 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 you know, and honestly, to take it, sh it honestly, that should be almost illegal for you to go in there and vote blindly because like we have a driver's license we have to get a tag on our cars and if we don't have that stuff we can get we can get fined for it. we can get you know there's consequences for not having those things but I think we, we gotta have yeah exactly exactly <laughs> and we sh it should be that serious like we need we have to take it that serious like it has to be that serious like in, in our friend group, like, I don't really want to talk to nobody in my friend group if they ain't voting. You know what I mean? Like, because there's no excuse not to vote. There's no excuse not to vote um, w with the right information. So um, for me, like you're saying, it's, it's important as paying your light bill. It's important as paying mortgages and rent because it impacts all of that, all of that stuff. Like, your, your vote impacts taxes. Your vote impacts the schools that your children can go to and cannot go to. Every time they open those polls, I don't care if they saying we're gonna install new sinks at Atlanta City Hall, and no, they need you to vote. I'm just saying, like it is, like it's that important. And for me, um, the whole movement behind like question, but did you vote, is not just about the presidential election, um, because that's every four years, right? But what happens? How do these people that actually make those final decisions regarding the president and laws? get into those seats and those people are voting in every two years um you know and you have to make sure you're voting in every election and we don't do that we don't do that so we don't now i'm not gonna say we some of us a lot of us don't do that okay. a lot of us don't do that a lot of us don't do that because i'm going and at this point whereas back in the day and even as even when i was a child they didn't necessarily have early voting so there's really no excuse at this point. You can go early voting, you know, starts weeks before the actual election. So go, like, take the time, take off work. We talk about work for everything else. We call in for everything else. Call in to go vote. We talk about it. And, you know, Barney, I want to um, just hone in on a little bit in terms of why the reason people don't feel obligated to vote. I feel as if they feel like that because whomever we vote for or some of those policies um, that may be on the ballot doesn't directly impact them. And they view it as 
I'm still good. I'm comfortable. I'm making what I want to make. I'm living in a nice area. You know, the school around the corner is good for my child. You know, I'm good. And I think mm -hmm. a lot of America um, view voting from those optics. But something that I recognize for me, and this is uh, as a millennial that has been voting, you know, per election, per cycle, if you will, the Amy Klobuchar, Senator Amy Klobuchar situation, I know we talked about this before sure. in regards to her before becoming um, Senator of Minnesota. She was the DA, District Attorney of, of whatever county that is in Minnesota. And mm -hmm. that was the same county that was, um, was what's the word, that Derek Chauvin, whatever the guy, the, um, the officer that killed um, yeah. that murdered George Floyd, he worked under her. And a lot of those complaints that he had since 2006 went to her office. And she didn't do anything. May I mind you, this is 2020. Mm -hmm. He's been getting complaints since 2006 about police brutality. And mm -hmm. she didn't do anything mm -hmm. about that. Mm -hmm. And then now she's senator. And then now she was about to be vetted for vice president with Joe Biden. So yeah. I say all that to say, even though that doesn't directly affect, in our, in, to, to our knowledge, Atlanta, if you will. But that is another city to where if she would have... Um, committed to her job or used her influence or whatever the case was to get this man off the streets, low-key, George Floyd could possibly still be alive. Yeah, so yeah. that situation just really hit a light yeah. bulb over my head and be like, yeah. yo, we gotta know the state attorney. We gotta know the local attorney, so on and so forth. How yeah. you feel about that? And again, it goes back to what I'm saying. Like Those people slide in under the radar in the sense of like every two years. When mm. they are elected, and we don't we don't think about that. We don't think about that, and and although that's in Minnesota, it impacts us. Yeah, it impacts us because <laughs> every again every state gets a certain amount of delegates for the presidential election. So if it's somebody bad in Minnesota, it can impact us. Mm. It can. It doesn't mm. matter. Ultimately, <laughs> for president, it can impact us, and it will if the wrong person gets in office, and we'll, we'll we won't name. Tonight. But I'm just saying, I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm just, and you know, and I've heard, I've heard a lot of rumors from people that, that feel like their vote doesn't count. Like they're yeah. like, well, I go vote, I go vote every four years. Well, that's the problem because you only vote every four years. Um, <laughs> or when I do go vote, the person doesn't get in office, but, and it always, it, here's the, the, the thing that I, I think about, it won't always go the way we want it to go. However, do we just stop because it doesn't? Mm. Do we just stop because this time the person didn't get elected? No, we can't be discouraged. We can't be. That's that's a part of voter suppression, right? Wow. <laughs> that's 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 called voter suppression subconsciously. Like that's yeah, exactly literally. what they want us to believe. Wow. Um, and when I say us, I'm not necessarily saying um, from a racial standpoint i'm just simply saying from for people that actually take the time to go vote in every election and then it still doesn't go the way you want it to go that don't be discouraged still go it doesn't matter how long you got to stand in line you still have to go because it impacts your community it impacts your money not voting gives up your voice like if you don't vote like i've heard people say well i didn't like either one of the candidates so i just didn't vote well that doesn't help you know, you just throw away. You know what I mean? That that, that doesn't help um, at all. Um, but yeah, yeah. I, 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 again, you just have to 
you have to take the time and do your due diligence. You have to do your due diligence. You got to this. I want to, I, I'm, we're going to move on to the next, um, portion of this topic, but I do have to reiterate what my brother is saying. We have to educate ourselves. We have mm -hmm. to do our due diligence and make sure we are researching and getting this valuable knowledge, this free knowledge that is out there. Um, he says smartvoter.com and there's other resources that we can look at via Google to make sure we know who we are voting for. Yeah. You make time for what you believe in. And if you believe in this country, if you believe in your community, your culture, if you believe in yourself, whatever the case is, whatever your believability, uh, um, you know, is applied to, you have to do the work. We got to do the work. And, and another point before we move on, Vince. Um, so the, um, the um, elections office, they will send postcards and brochures in your mail, like direct mail pieces to you. We don't look at them. They got a thousand pictures on them with people that's running for such and such and who endorses them. So they are sending the information out to us. We just don't take the time to read it. Mm. And I'm, say, I'm saying that because I'm guilty of it too. Like I've gotten all that and we look at it as like, that's just junk mail. And we don't, we don't pay attention to it, but it's good to sit down and like, just take a look at it. And so one, you know who's on the ballot. Cause a lot of times we don't know who's on the ballot until we get there outside of the top three who we are literally going to vote for. You know, Talk about when, it. When we voted for Obama, <laughs> we knew Obama, I don't care who else on there. <laughs> I'm going to vote for Obama and I'm out of here. I done stood in line for 12 hours just to vote for Obama. You know, I went and stood in line 13 hours to vote for States to Abram, but we didn't think about everybody else. <laughs> that's making up this leadership team to support the person that we want in office. Like what happens when they don't have a good support system mm -hmm. when they can't get a law passed? Well, it's mm -hmm. because you didn't, you, you, you love all everybody else unchecked. Exactly. So that is so true. Yeah. You gotta, and, and just because they've been in office a thousand years doesn't mean they need to stay in there. Talk about it. Take and one to pass. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, say it loud for the people in the back. For the people in the back, Genesis the Ethel on the fifteenth row. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> again, you can't. We can't blatantly say stuff like "be the change you want to see." Well, you just you got to start with that too. Like you yeah. have to do, you have to do your part as well. And again, it will take time and effort. Sit down. I mean, we throw kickbacks for everything else. Let's throw a kickback to say, "Hey, guys." This is who's on the ballot. What are your thoughts about it? You know, we do vision board parties. You know, none of that will happen. None of our visions will come to pass, you know, and it'll continue to be a struggle if we're not putting, if we're not voting with the right information. You know what, my brother? So this, you just gave me an idea. Okay, I'm throwing this at you right now. Maybe heading towards the November election, maybe around mid-October. <laughs> Come on. Me and you need to collaborate and do an event around Absolutely. Know Your Vote. And we can Absolutely. get everybody in one room and really dissect these yeah. things. Not trying to influence people, but at least inform and a catalyst right yeah. to inform people. We need to yeah. do that. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. I'm down we for got, it. I, mean, got, I, I got yeah. the commitment Absolutely. right now, y'all. <laughs> I'm I'm here I am here for it. I'm here for it. Yeah, let's do it. So, here for it. so let's go to voter suppression. I think that was a perfect okay. segue. And I love the way that you said that voter suppression is also a mental 
um, stagnancy. Yes. It's a, it's a it's yes. a mental effect as well. I thought yes. that was beautifully yes. put. Yes. Um, we know voter suppression has existed for forever. Yep. However, of course, you know, with, with times and social media and technology, it's really just becoming head on. And for me, we talked about this before. What really is starting to agitate me is I completely understand the rage and the protest for social justice. And I've been out there on the streets with you all believing in it, too. But I feel like we need to develop that same energy towards the voter suppression that's happening here in the South. Mm -hmm. There's no way after we saw what just happened, what was that? Memorial Day weekend, whatever yes. weekend that was back in May. There's no way that we can be okay with that. Right. With the Secretary of State of Georgia, there is no way people need to be as, as, as upset and irritated and passionate about making sure that the entire Georgia, the state of Georgia, all the residents have that equality in terms Absolutely. of voting. It's ridiculous Absolutely. people get into the polls and all of a sudden polls are breaking and shutting down and this laptop ain't charged and Sister Cheryl lost the iPad and then the Secretary of State saying, well, um, Cobb County didn't have that issue. Duh, fool! Who wrong with Cobb County? Really? You get what I'm saying? But people yeah. would hear that and be like, oh, well, I guess it's just, no, it's not normal. It's not okay. It's mm -hmm. not a common thing. Mm -hmm. um, so I just wanted to better expand on just the voter suppression. Shout out to Stacey Abrams, too. Yeah. So, so yeah, yeah. Shout out to Stacey Abrams. She is definitely doing her part. She is, she is putting, she's putting the work behind her face. Yeah. Um, she, she's boots on the ground and we need to be out there supporting her. I, I completely agree. I was so proud to see so many people show up for the primary elections. Um, I was disappointed that we had so many of the same issues that seems like happens every time in specific neighborhoods and communities every time, um, every time there's an election, right? Um, and, and, and to kind of unpack voter suppression, it is one of those things that is targeted toward certain races, is targeted toward disabled people, elderly people. You can get this information off Google. You can go and read, read about it. Voter suppression. <laughs> Again, do your homework. Um, it's targeted toward women, um, specifically married women. Um, it's targeted toward low-income communities. Um, and, for, and, and you have, the ways to fight is to use the system, right? Mm. Um, early voting. Go ahead and do it. If you know you have the same issue in your community every time it's time to go on, just early vote. So, you know, it's going to be counted, right? That's real. Um, or take that day off from work. November 3rd or whatever that date, date is, or in May, go ahead and go ahead and set that time out. You know, if you have moved and you haven't had a chance to change, you know, get your address changed and, and into your new community, make sure you allot time out because it can happen again. It can happen. Modern day technology is still ran by humans. So it can still mm. happen in November. Right. But we as a people have to make sure that we are putting our feet on the ground, taking the time out and doing what we can do ahead of time, preparing ourselves just in case something like this happens again. I love it. I love and it. Don't, and don't get out of the line. Don't get out. Yeah. Yeah. Because they have, if you are in line by a certain time, they have to let you vote, people. Like, there, you, there's no way. I was watching um, on social media during the primaries. It wasn't ours, um, but it was one recently. Kentucky. Um, 
Kentucky. They were banging on people, the window. They listen, listen. Not I am here for it. Now, I mean, you want to riot? That's the time when you need to riot. <laughs> We're gonna open this door back up. Listen, I mean, because I'm, if you tell me if I'm in line by, as long as I'm in line by seven o'clock, then you have to let me vote. I don't care if I don't hit that button until twelve midnight. I was in line at seven o'clock mm. because I want my vote to count, and we have to do that. And it's not um, a thing where we may see the change this year or next year. But we have, I have a goddaughter who's coming and I need her to still be able to go to the college that she wants to go to. I don't That's want her to keep having this same conversation about racism and voter suppression when she's 16. No, mm. we got to do the work now. Um, I want to say the um, young lady that was on last night, she said, she said, one of the things I, I heard her say that she told her mom, she said, I believe your generation dropped the ball. Wow. After Martin Luther King, nobody else did anything. Mm. And I was like, that's a good point. Maybe they did. But I don't want my goddaughter's generation to say that about me. So what am I doing right now to ensure, you know, securing her, her, um, her rights that she can't secure on her own right now? Does that make sense? That makes sense. And, and not only that, but... In addition to making sure that the upcoming generation's rights are secured, making sure that we are educating and teaching them the correct and effective way of yes. doing these things. Because yes. like I was telling Toya last night, the speaker last night, when it came down to protesting and rallying and even trying to understand why people loot and stuff like that, none of my mentors and leaders ever explained that to me. Nobody mm -hmm. explained how to channel my energy and my anger into into X, Y, Z. You get what I'm saying? And I feel like a lot of these Generation Zers and millennials, because we haven't had a leader or, or um, a mentor or guardian to actually be effective and show us those yep. techniques and skills, we are now. I can't knock you for what you don't know. So, yep. you know, I'm just going to do whatever my emotions are telling me to do. Yeah. And so with that said, now that our generation, Generation X, Millennials, so on and so forth, are taking the helm of certain things, we now have to do our due diligence to feel like that's the word of the night and make yeah. sure that we are passing on and educating other Millennials and other Generation Zs and people the yeah. next generation after them. So when they inherit the land that we're building, they know how to tackle it and target it and, 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 yeah. and just utilize it better, you know? And, it, and it's one of those things, like, the reason I'm so passionate about voting, Vince, is because my great-grandmother would take me to the polls with her. Mm. Like, she, it didn't matter what the county was voting on, what was happening in the nation, she was going to vote. And it wasn't just her taking me to the polls, but we had a conversation about it. Like, mm. you, you, I wasn't walking out of there. First of all, I had to earn that little peach sticker. You know, I'm so tired of seeing parents give all their kids these the peach peaches. stickers. You got 12, 12 kids walking out. And I, I get there with my boy, and I ain't got a peach sticker. And I know why I'm voting. But I'm just saying, like, if we are going to, if we're going to do that, make them earn it. Like, educate your children now. Tell them why we're standing in this line. Like, while we're waiting in this line, they, they look at you, watch YouTube for everything else. They can watch clips about voting and um, the different parties. You know, again, yep. you want them to be informed at an early age so that they they have conversations in school about everything else. You know, they tick talking about everything else. So take the time to train them. That's why I'm so passionate about it, because I did have somebody that took me to the polls and taught me um, the importance of voting and how to educate myself on the candidate and all of that. Right. 
and what what the consequences were if I did not exercise my right to vote. And I don't think we do that enough now. We don't do enough education in that area, right? You know, and it's one of those conversations, it's a, probably a boring conversation, and they may, they may not want to hear it, but it's a necessary conversation. It's yeah. a needed conversation. If we're, going to, if we're going to move the needle in a positive direction where we don't have to keep seeing hashtags about people being killed and dying, then we have to make sure we stop and have those conversations. We, got, mm -hmm. we have to. That yeah. is so true. So, yeah. so, so true. And another thing that I mentioned um, right around the time we did the primaries, you know, we have to utilize the technology and things we normally do to work in our favor. So mm -hmm. I don't know about you, but around the holiday times, I get real irritated because those Merry Christmas and those Happy Thanksgiving and mass text start coming out of nowhere when you're yeah. attached to a, a texting list with 30 other numbers that you don't know. And it's yeah. like, why well, I responded because I don't want all these people to have my number. You get what yeah. I'm saying? So that same energy we, or whoever it is, yeah. magically yeah. take to put all those 30 lists of names and contacts in a thread. I feel like we need to utilize and Absolutely. apply that same energy when it comes to voting. That Absolutely. we are texting everybody. It's the messaging everybody. Calling yeah. people, did you vote? But did you vote? But did you vote? We got to do it. Because like Beyonce said on the BET Awards, vote like your life depends on it. Because, because we it are does. seeing it. We yeah. are really seeing it now. Yeah. It's becoming more blatant and evident than ever. Our lives depend on our votes. It does. It does. And and one of the things that I've committed to doing for this election, again, I plan to be off um, because I want to utilize, like, offer my vehicle to drive people that can't get to the polls, like elderly people. That sort because you can you can volunteer for with different organizations to do that. Um, because again, it's one of those things that it's part of what I believe I need to do, right? Um, I just don't want anybody to have an excuse not to get to the polls. Right. Nobody should have an excuse. You, you just shouldn't. You just shouldn't. Not in you this day and time. And, you know and what? Um, we real quick. Go ahead. go ahead. Go ahead. My bad. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say, it's a thousand challenges out there. They want to sing. I ain't never sung on uh, Facebook and Instagram Live before. Somebody, my gossip is challenged me and I was like, well, you know, it's a gospel challenge. I feel obligated. Well, well let's challenge this challenge, you know, our friend groups to vote. You know, first of all, are you registered to vote? Like let's start. Let's start the, yeah. Are you even Still registered on. to vote? One of the things that bothered me so bad um with the whole rioting and the looting, I'm like, guys, y'all are out and girls, y'all out here rioting and looting, tearing stuff up. You're gonna end up getting arrested. You gonna end up getting a felony, and guess what mm. that means? You can't vote. You mm. won't be able to vote anymore. Talk about you it. won't be able to vote. So let's make sure our friend groups, the people we're running in circles with, uh, are registered to vote, and let's make sure we we hold them accountable. Let's hold them accountable. That's so, you know what? I wish I could find the the fact. There was a, um, a, a statistic that went out a little bit before the primaries, and I can't find it right now. I'll, when I find it, I'll share it on my page. But it was, a, it was, let's say, a significant number of Georgians, probably over like 500,000, did not vote because of transportation issues. Yeah. Because yeah. they didn't have a car. Um, they weren't able to get to a bus or a lot of people. And this is people's reality. Since yeah. I can't get off, since it's not a, a national holiday or a state holiday and I can't get off, do I now, you know, take two to three hours off from my job and yeah. witness losing this money 
to go vote kind of thing. And that's that's a lot of people's harsh reality um, in this day and age right now. So I'm just I'm curious to maybe hear your response with some practical ways that people that are sort of living in that truth can still yeah. feel assured where I won't have to choose between the two. You get what I'm have, saying? Yeah, my I, I think the first thing we have to do is have those start having those conversations now. Right. Mm -hmm. Because to your point, it is a harsh reality for a lot of people. However, comma, I will say this, friend, <laughs> that we get where we want to go, mm. right? We buy what we want to buy. We do what we want to do. I think it's, and I'm not, I'm not knocking it because there are some people that literally can't. They don't have, you know, access to a vehicle. They don't have access to, you know, a way to get there. There are, they, they can call in to, to you can go on vote.org. Um, and there are a lot of resources um, to get you to to be able to vote, you know, follow pages, follow rock to vote. You know, you can reach out. I I am me. You know, everybody, you and everybody DM for other reasons. <laughs> DM me and say, hey, I ain't got a ride to the polls. Oh, oh, <laughs> the voting poll. I'm just saying, like, we can we do what we want to do. Um, and there is early voting. So the excuse of not being able to get off work or the excuse that I can't get to the poll on November the 3rd is not an excuse. Mm. That excuse is taken away, right? Because early voting is weeks, happens weeks before. And you cannot tell me if you ask somebody, like literally, I need a ride to the poll. Or if you call one of these campaigns, the person that you want to vote for, call that campaign headquarters and say, hey, I don't have a way to vote. Trust me, they want your vote. They're going to make sure you get there. Mm. They will make sure you get there. But again, oh. I think the more conversations we have in our circle, the bigger that snowball will become, right? If we know that that's an issue in our community, at some point, it's going to trickle down to somebody um, to get you to that poll. But yeah, I, 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 absolutely, I absolutely believe in early voting absolutely believe in early voting there are um, absentee ballots but you Good. have to get those absentee ballots in on time and just because you don't get your absentee ballot mailed back you know you can take that absentee ballot and drop it off at the poll on that day and it still will count if you don't want to stand in that line see you are Knowledge. teaching me you Knowledge. are teaching me so Knowledge. that's why it is so vital that we continue to have this conversation barney because people, to, to your point, and to, um, I think, one of, we have a a, a user down here, Tao underscore five. Hopefully I said hey, that right. Tao. Yeah. Okay, Tao Tao. Um, a lot of people don't even realize that's an option. You know, a yeah. lot of people that may be living in that harsh reality sure. just don't know. So it is our, it is, when we know those people, or we may know of some of those people, whatever the case is, that could be in your community, it could be in your family. Your cousins, you know, whatever the case is, we have to make sure that we're reaching out to those people, like you said, ahead of absolutely. time. Absolutely. And, and, and teaching them and giving them uh, practical steps to go ahead and make that happen. And I also want to say this, Barney, I feel like as, as a people, as black people, we are so rooted in pride sometimes that it's a mm -hmm. disservice to us. Because mm -hmm. people are, I feel like when they're in those type of situations, we're too prideful to ask for help. Sure. You get sure. what I'm saying? We're, because we don't want people to know that I don't have a car right now or I'm sure. I'm not living, you know, um, I'm living above my means. Whatever the case is, we have to get out of that. 
You get what I'm saying? Yeah, the idiot. I, I even feel like that's a breakthrough on a on just on an internal level for you just to start communicating to people that you trust, if you will, on yeah. those things to not only assist you in voting, but then maybe even assist you in other areas that you Absolutely. you know may need assistance on and support in and stuff like that. So we gotta get out of pride and be okay yep. with asking for yeah. help. We gotta yeah. get out of pride. Yeah. And yeah. fear. I Again, if we are, and I, and again, I put the responsibility back on people like myself and you and mm -hmm. the, the people that are on our live now. Like, I'm challenging all of my friends. I'm challenging us that are here tonight to ask, like, what can we do for this, with this upcoming election? Like, we know that this is a, this is a presidential election year. What can, what can I do individually to ensure that Everybody in my family, every my coworkers, my neighbors, why don't we talk about it? Why don't we talk about it? You know, um, because everybody has a resource. Everybody have, has a resource. You're in the barbershop talking about everything. Talk about that. And, yeah. you know, I'm all for a heated conversation about it, you know, because I'm not trying to sway you. I'm not trying to sway you one way or the other. I am trying to get you to the poll, though. That's good. Because what I don't want to hear after November 3rd, if it doesn't go your way, is that, well, I didn't vote. Well, you ain't got nothing to say to me. No. You know, I will quote Reverend Al Sharpton. He said, if you're protesting, and I want to get it right. If you're protesting and not voting, you are, what did he say? You're going to make me go to it. <laughs> find it, find it, find it. Oh, my God. That is, it is bothering me. It is. You said Al Sharpton said it? Yeah. Yeah. God. Somebody find the quote. It was just somebody to find the quote. Race to find the quote. Come on, Google. Come on, challenge. Ah, right. Why are we talking about challenges, right? Okay. We'll find it. Yeah, we'll find it. But anyway, we'll um, um, you can't. Uh, my point is, you can't be out protesting and you're not voting, right? So it is, and 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 peaceful protesting. I'm all here for it. But at the end of the day, if we're going to effect um, long-term change, it's going to come with our voting. And if we want to move that needle, we got to do it. We got to do it. So the people that are, that are protesting, the people that are here with us tonight, you and myself, it's our responsibility to hold our candidates accountable, hold each other accountable. Like this, is, this conversation is, for me, it's just not for tonight. And I know right. it's not for you just for tonight, but as we go through this year, like it should be a drip campaign. We got to keep talking about this and we can't wait until the last minute to start talking about it again. Right. This has to continue to be the conversation from now through November 3rd. Um, and if it's a runoff election, we got to turn up again. Mm. Like, literally every time they open those doors to go vote, we have to be there because yeah. your protest is in vain. Your mm. rioting, your looting is in vain. Um, I don't necessarily agree with the rioting and the looting. I understand it. Um, but insurance is covering that. They fixing all that stuff now, right? <laughs> but what you gonna do in November? Like mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like <laughs> you gotta you gotta you gotta put you gotta put that action. You gotta you gotta take it a step further. You gotta you take got it a step to. further. You have to. And even in the midst of where we are as a racial climate. Um, and this goes back to what I was saying about the voter suppression that just happened back in May. In addition to or adding to that, the racial climate we're in, if we know that the people that are governing and holding these um, presidential titles are not for 
social justice. Yes. And you are not as a as a a, a citizen of this country. Yes. Utilizing your voice to go vote uh, against that, then the accountability. Excuse me. The accountability ultimately falls in your lap as well. Yep. It really, yep. really does. And people have to recognize that everybody wants, we want this man out of office. We want this man out of office and stuff like that. Yeah. I get it. Right. But do you? Because if <laughs> you do, I need to make sure that you are out there voting and you bring in yeah. your family and your brothers and your sisters and your cousins and they baby daddies and they, whoever the case is, we got to yeah. bring all these people so yeah. that accountability is taken. I don't think people really, really recognize that that is a huge part. It may not be the full gist of just the racial climate and social justice but it is a major piece to the puzzle of what absolutely. we're dealing with right now absolutely absolutely completely agree completely agree completely so agree. big so barney i want to go a little bit in depth and talk about go. something that a lot of people um <laughs> say in regards to our um the black community which is a great thing a lot of media people cnn fox news the view abc cbs always say that black women save the country black women save the vote have you heard that before i've heard that before <laughs> you've heard that before okay I've so heard because, before. because well this this is how i feel this this is how i feel about it in the midst of social justice in the midst of the racial climate and black lives matter and stuff like that and we're wanting change and we're wanting um equality I feel like that there is some ownership and accountability that we have to do as a community, as ourselves, because all of our eyes are not dotted and all of our T's are not crossed. Right. And so when we when we hear that black women save the country and praise God, somebody's saving the country, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Why, why do you feel like black men maybe don't turn out to the polls as much or as consistent and or frequent as black women? Um, I think, I think there's probably a lot of, re, a lot of, one, I don't, I've heard it, <laughs> um, the data shows it, okay. that there are more <laughs> women voters than men, so you can't fight the data, right, right, you can't fight data, the numbers right. say that, however, I think it goes back to, um, what you're taught and how you're taught, right, mm. um, voting is tied to an emotion, Right. Um, and depending in my experience as a black male, I'll say this as a black male, I wasn't taught to uh, express emotion mm. um, or that it was OK to uh, to cry or to express that type of emotion until I was almost a teenager. Right. Wow. And it's not it's not a down put on my family or anything like that, but it's a cultural type thing. Right. Mm. Um, and so I think it goes back to that. I think we have to retrain our minds on the types of conversations. You know, some things are just automatically related to you being too soft or, you right. know, you being this way. And I think sometimes, or I'll take it a step further. A lot of times the black man is always trying to make sure they take care of the house. So I'm working, I'm working to make sure we're stable. I'm putting food on the table, that sort of thing. So you go handle that. Mm. Voting, is, voting is no longer administrative. Like that's, that's not the job of just a woman, but you have to make sure you show up at the polls as well so that you can, so that we can change that stereotype. Cause that's the only way it's going to change. That's, the that's only so way good. Change. That's, that's so good. Voting is no longer administrative. That's no, it's, it's, <laughs> it, it isn't. 
It that is good right there, my brother. It is. It is. That is so good. That is it so is. good. So, so I, to that point, I, go ahead. And I, I will add this. You know, one thing about women that I adore is that when women want something changed, they make sure they gonna make they make sure it's changed. And so, men can't get mad because women are making more than you in the market anymore. They wanted to make more. They out fighting to make more, right? right. Equality is to me goes across the spectrum. Mm. So if you want change, you got to you got to step up and, and make it happen. You got to step up and make it happen. That's so, so you real. If you head up, if you you consider yourself the head of a household as the man, it mm. go on out there and vote. Take your yes. family to vote. <laughs> that matters too. It matters make it a field trip. Yeah, yeah. It's. It's, it's a whole everything every make everything a family event voting should be a family event you know you got to lead in all aspects that's you good lead in all aspects. that's the safest way i can back out of that because <laughs> i feel like we could, you, you're gonna have people that's good that's really good so before we hop to our last topic um we're narrowing down on time one of my friends tatiana she just she posted something not too long ago i'm um, saying that if we have the opportunity to be a poll worker then we should do that. We should take yes. advantage of that. And I like that idea because I feel like when we flood those polls as volunteers, as a community, then you have more of us that's working the ins and outs that are operating in integrity, that are making sure things are done in excellence. Or if something yep. does go crazy, we got more of us in the poll system to know, well, hold on, you didn't do this, or she didn't unplug that, or she wasn't over there to, to hold everybody accountable. Yeah. So I do love that idea that maybe a lot of us could take advantage of the absentee ballot or um, early voting. And if we have that time to volunteer and get out there, that way we are now literally like infiltrating those gates as a Absolutely. community and Absolutely. making sure that things are held where they should be. You get what Absolutely. I'm saying? Absolutely. Absolutely. Love that. A lot, of, a lot of people, um, a lot of jobs now have... Um, like one of the things my job does is called a day of purpose or day of understanding um, or um, financial wellness days. And these are just extra days they give you to mm. take off to, you know, to make sure you're financially fit or, <laughs> you know, or just a mental health day. Yeah. Make that voting day your, your day, your mental health day and go and volunteer at the poll. I completely agree with that. Completely agree with that. That's really good. So, but you have to go now to like vote.org and register. So because there are obviously classes and trainings that you have to take ahead of time right. um, and get certified to become one of those, um, a poll worker. You know, they ain't gonna let you walk up in there the week before and be like, well, I'm coming in for right. sister so-and-so. <laughs> no, you, they, they, it's serious. It's serious. Um, there's, there's a, the polling place that I go to, that lady has been, it's been like over 30 years she's been a poll worker. Like they, wow. they are dedicated to it. And I think about that sometimes, like how dedicated is my generation to do something like this, to volunteer an entire day, you know, sometimes with or without pay, depending on who you're, you know, which organization you're with, will I do that? Am I willing mm. to do that? And if the answer is no, why aren't I willing to do something that's going to impact my community on a local and national level, right? If I have the opportunity, why wouldn't I? We stand in line to get Jordans. We stand in line to get six flags. Six flags, you know, COVID nineteen out there. We still standing in lines. Look, I'm just saying, like, standing. 
Yeah, because again, even with that, like your vote, it it is it impacts everything you can think about. Healthcare, anything you can think about, taxes, yeah, education. So why aren't we doing it? It's I mean, it's literally a challenge at this point. I love it. I love it. So let's roll over. Um, let's roll over really quickly. We got the the census. Okay, a lot yes. of people. Or I don't want to say a lot of people, maybe my generation. I'll just take accountability for myself and my generation. Though I have, um, don't find the importance in the census. Like, why is the census so vital for us to, to be a part of? The census is, one, because you need to be counted. <laughs> you need to be counted. Um, simply, simply put, you need to be counted. Um, and um, there is a whole... Um, article, you can, there's um, one regarding voter suppression, take a step back. The Brennan Center for Justice is a resource, a good resource to, to educate yourself regarding voter suppression. But if you Google, like, or just go to census.org, it's going to give you all the information you need to understand why you need to be counted. Um, if you are not counted, it's almost like you're not on the planet. Mm. So, like, it's, it's so important for the government to know that you are around, that they count people that are in prison. Like every human being that's around, that's walking on this earth, you know, in this country, in this country, in this country, um, has to be counted. Mm. Point blank. Period. And it takes literally ten minutes, less than ten minutes, to complete that census um, document. And if you don't get it in the mail, just go online. I mean, you're on your phone. When you wake up in the morning, before you get out to bed, before you stroll on social media, be counted. Be counted. That's good. You can, That's good. You can, you can do it for your entire house household. That's good. Because from, from what I've heard, just me researching a little bit more into it, it's somewhere, or not somewhere, it, when the census is, is done and all the numbers are counted, when, when it's time to disperse monies to different just departments Absolutely. and areas Absolutely. and resources in your, in your local neighborhood, in your state, specifically impacting your child or or your car or your complex, whatever yeah. facet it is, that potholes in Atlanta, life. exactly, yeah. exactly, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Like, and yeah. I feel like it's those little things that may be just annoying, but not super detrimental. But it's still there that yeah. the, that the census controls. Absolutely. You know that Absolutely. we still need to do to your point our due diligence and making sure that we're educated and yeah. knowing our vote. Yeah. How many people? How many people would the government know that should have voted if you're not counted in the census? Like, how how are they gonna know you you are around? Besides, obviously your social security number. But I'm just saying, like, the, that's to your point. You know, when it comes to those type of decisions, you have to make sure that you're you're counted. Yeah. And it comes what it comes around what every ten ten years they count yeah. every ten years. So yeah, yeah, yeah. you yeah. you ain't got ten minutes. Right. You gotta do it again oh. until the next ten years. To the next decade, yeah. exactly. Yeah. You'll be all right. Yeah. <laughs> cool yeah. deal. Well, guys, um, we're about to wrap up. Seems yeah. like the, the time flew by. Anybody have any questions before we wrap up? Please send them down in the comments. Any questions about voting, the census, voter suppression, your personal experiences, anything like that? Please shoot them to us because we want to talk about them. We want to answer them one hundred percent. And thank you all so much for, for just joining. We appreciate it. I appreciate Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Good conversation. Thank it. you for having me.
I think um, I do want I want to shout you out for hosting. You know, it's I've seen you out there protesting and picking up your camera, taking pictures, sharing. You know, for the people that can't get out to a protest, it's it's good to see people out in the community on our behalf um, doing the work, doing the work. So keep doing it, my brother. Keep doing it. Yes, sir. I appreciate it. Amazing job. Amazing job. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's it's been it's been a growth spurt for me. I, I'll tell you I'll tell you that because like yeah. I told you, I did not expect activism to be a part of my list. <laughs> me either. I I had other stuff to do, but you fall into it. You know, yeah, yeah, you're passionate about it and you fall into it. So um, it's great. All right, y'all. So if y'all don't have any questions, ladies and gentlemen, um, can you do me a favor and give Barney a whole bunch of clapping hand emojis in the comments? We need to fill it up. <laughs> Claps, 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 claps. Show him some love. Barney Jackson, thank you so, so much for just giving this great conversation, great insight about the importance of voting. Before I let you go, let the people know where they can find you and anything else that you may have coming up. Absolutely. You can find me on um, at International02 on Instagram. Um, you can find me, Barney Jackson, on Facebook. Um, you can follow the event page where you can get this shirt. Hey. Um, at vision underscore essentials with an S on Instagram, or you can just really just hit that DM. Um, no. But I really want this shirt to be across America. When we get to November, I want everybody in a line to have this shirt on. So mm. y'all get y'all get it. Y'all get it. Pick it up. Pick it up. That's Pick good. Question. Yes, please get those questions. But did you vote shirts? And I have to let you know, when you get the shirt, wear them before November and wear, wear them. them in November, okay? Absolutely. Because we got to get the awareness. You are now a walking billboard and ambassador right. of this campaign. So we got to let everybody know from July to November, question, but did you vote? You but get what I'm vote. saying? Woo! Yes, 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 yes. He couldn't have said it better. He hit on so many important things that we need to know in regards to being educated about our vote. And let me tell you about this quote that my boy said, when it comes to voting, be informed, not influenced. Okay. Just like you study for your driver's license, just like you study to take a test, just like you study anything else that you're trying to get a certificate or a degree or something that is of value to you. We have to study these politicians. We have to study the ballot, all right, so we can have a more conscious and well-rounded decision on what and who we are voting for, okay? So, ladies and gentlemen, please make sure that you follow Barney Jackson, and by the way, that was a quote that he said. That didn't come from me. That came from Barney, all right? Follow him on Instagram at international02. Again, that's the word international and the number zero and two, all right? He has a great movement called But Did You Vote? He has some great t-shirts out there that you should definitely purchase and take advantage of and listen back and inspire and encourage everybody that you know to make sure that you are and they are getting out in these streets and voting all right so guys we are almost done with the black activity social justice conversations there's only one more conversation left so i'm not even gonna hold you up all right i'm gonna go ahead and bounce out right now y'all know who this is already it is i vince ashton the host of black activity i'll see you at the next conversation out